0: The College Baseball Experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. All right, all right, all right, already. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the College Baseball Experience. I'm your host, Noah Beanick, a.k.a. 77NB. You can follow me on 70s on Twitter. Oh, my God, I can't talk to start the episode, but you can follow me on Twitter at 77NB. Um, Conference tournament time. I'll be posting picks like crazy when pitchers get announced and confirmed. But I mean, that's part of the fun is projecting some of this stuff. And that's where the hard part comes in and separates the haves and the haves nots um, with all all the projections and trying to predict who's going to pitch these games. And um This episode specifically is for conference tournament futures. And once I'm done recording this one, I'm going to start handicapping some of the games because I know some of the games have just been released by DraftKings, the originators. So they put out some uh, game lines for Tuesday. I'm going to handicap those and I'm going to come right back with a brand new episode of the games. So if you're not a futures better, if you don't enjoy uh, like a larger odds ticket on uh, maybe a, a lottery shot, if that's how you view it. Um, then go ahead, go to the next episode because hopefully I'll have that one uploaded for your morning drive to work on Tuesday. Um, however, it's Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, and I'm going to run through. We have 13 conferences with betting odds, so I'm going to hit every conference. I also have an article for the, the four biggest conferences in college baseball, the ACC, the PA- Big 12, the Pac-12, and the SEC. Uh, you can go over and read that at sportsgamblingpodcast.com where I've listed my whole handicap of the entire tournament, what I think the totals uh, will come out, and what I think I will be playing, more overs, more unders, um, where the games are being played at, the elevation of the stadium. Um, And that's basically how I handicapped all 13 of these tournaments. We're going to jump into those um, in a second here. I actually didn't even set up my notebook properly for me to start reading some of these off but uh yeah if you guys have any questions on a specific team or anything go ahead and ask and if you're not watching this on youtube i recommend it because i'm going to display the uh conferences tournament bracket some of them are dumb like they didn't put any effort into the bracket design at all and it's honestly sometimes just a uh, an article where they just list the games and some of them they actually have really nice graphics for them, so that'll make it really nice and uh, actually make it worth for me showing on the broadcast. So if you're not watching it on YouTube, I recommend it just so you can see the bracket when I'm talking about. Um, and before we hit on all these conference tournaments let me tell you again about edge boost have you signed up for edge boost yet because if you're if you have not you're missing out edge boost is the world's first bet now pay later visa card similar to buy now pay later programs edge boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments that's right 0% interest. Simply deposit funds into your account and edge boost will match the deposit. So you can use two times the funds on any legal sports betting site edge currently offers up to 2,500 in advances. So up to $2,500 that you can add to your bankroll. My edge boost double down play of the day is my ACC conference tournament future pick. Stay tuned. It's in three tournaments. I'm going to do all these alphabetically. So just go over to sports edge to sign up today, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. You must be 21 years or older to use it. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now let's jump into this. Um, and I've got a bunch of these already listed. Lane Elliott, shout out to him. He's in the YouTube chat. And Money, Money lied Ed also. He goes, uh, Noah is a bad man when it comes to college baseball. Thanks, Ed and lane uh, for tuning in. Let's jump into some of these conference tournaments. So the first one, like I mentioned, shout out to Colby's conference, the American, they have easily the worst. They don't even have a bracket graphic. It's on a web document. So the first four lines are all the games in the first round. And then it's a, uh, a Omaha style bracket, I believe. So I have it written down in here. Um, the tournament returns to Bay Care ballpark in Clearwater, Florida. 12 of the 14 games in last year's tournament scored 13 or more runs. So if you can find any total for the American, I'm eyeing those overs. And also I'm looking for a team that has good pitching depth uh, that can bang the ball around, but not necessarily for power because it is somewhat of a big park but they took advantage of weak pitching depth. So, Um, It's set up Omaha style the bracket is so there's double elimination pools and the winner of each pool plays in the championship game pool a has the number one seed East Carolina at minus 110 number eight South Florida at 20 to one number four UCF at plus 900 number five Cincinnati at 12 to one then pool B is number two Houston at plus 275 number seven Tulane 20 to one number three Wichita State plus 700 and number six Memphis at 15 to one now for all of these uh all of these future prices that i'm mentioning on this podcast you can find them at bet rivers and barstool sportsbook um they have all 13 conferences that i'm going to go through here um and honestly those two sportsbooks probably have like the same um gaming commission I, i don't know i'm not smart enough to know what's going on there but every odds the same Everything, the whole year that these books have been posting, everything is the same. So um, just know that. And then Caesars has, um, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but Caesars has some uh, futures odds on these tournaments too. My pick for the American Athletic Conference Tournament is Houston. It has to be Houston. Uh, During the regular season, the Cougars were combined 9-2 and against the Green Wave, the Shockers, and the Tigers. Um, That's Tulane, Wichita State, and Memphis. They're all in their pool. Houston owns a two and one record against East Carolina this season as well. And I expect them to meet the Pirates in that final. From there, I think ECU is going to be listed at like minus 140 price. We're going to be able to check the pitching matchup, uh, how the teams are doing in their bullpens, how they're managing them. And from there, if we decide to, we can hedge out with a minus 140 money line on East Carolina. And they'll also have this uh, nice price on Houston. Uh, at plus 275 so i like the pitching depth from houston i like their offense um and i think they're going to be able to bang the ball around in this uh big ballpark but be able to make some noise put up a lot of runs um throughout the duration of this tournament so houston's my pick in the american uh we move on to the a10 and let me pull that bracket up for us um this is actually a nice looking uh bracket here for the viewers um last year davidson hosted this year vcu is going to host and sadly they didn't even make it into this field uh last year each of the first five games didn't even total up to 11 runs so look at the unders early on when some of the better pitchers when the aces the starting the top two starting pitchers for each teams are throwing unders but then the last six games of this tournament, they all scored 12 or more runs. And actually five of those six last games scored 16 or more. So unders early on, overs later, as you get deeper and deeper into these pitching staffs, they don't really have great depth. Um to me, that just means that everybody ran out of pitching when it comes to it. So I'm looking for a team that has two good frontline starters to help them win their two, first two games and then a really good offense to take them to the promised land. So the number one seed is St. Joseph's. They get a first round bye, um, but they're not the betting favorite. Uh, two seed Davidson at plus 200, they're the host they are the betting favorite st joe's is plus 250 number three dayton plus 500 number four st louis plus 500 number six george mason uh plus 600 number five richmond plus 1000 number seven rhode island 15 to one so as you can see on this bracket that i'm displaying on youtube st louis plays richmond in the first round the winner of that game plays st joe's who has that buy then on the bottom half of this bracket is Davidson against Rhode Island and Dayton against George Mason, and it turns into a normal double elimination format after that. Uh, shout out to Shane. I love this comment. Um, so my pick for this A-10 tournament this year is give me the Hawks of St. Joseph's. They've got that buy. They only have to play two games to get into the championship, and it's a double elimination still in the championship. So they can lose a game in that final and still win the second game and win it all. Um, they have three starters, Will McCausland, Ryan DeSanto, and Dominic Picconi, all with ERAs under 480. So I think with this Hawks offense, uh, they have a 900-team OPS, the highest-scoring offense in the 810, and they also have a bye. Um, which means that they'll play the winner of St. Louis in Richmond, like I mentioned, and they'll throw McCausland game one because he's on one day shorter rest. So I really think they're going to go McCausland in game one. Then in the semis, they'll throw DeSanto and the championship. They'll still have that third starter in Dominic Piccone, who has an ERA at like 470, I thought. Uh, all three of those guys under 480, and it's easily the best starting uh, trio in the A10, so give me them with that buy at uh, plus two, um, two fifty for Saint Joseph's. That's my pick in the A10. Um, We move on to the Big 10, the conference. Uh, Oh, no, we were we move on to the ACC. Now, the reason why I I said Big 10 is because I have them written down in my notebook. But the ACC is in the article that I wrote out wrote off. So I'm actually just going to be reading basically straight from the article. Um, And as you can see on YouTube, I've pulled up the pools. So in Pool A, Wake Forest, Notre Dame, Pitt, uh, Wake Forest, for example, they will play Notre Dame and Pitt. I wrote about this in the article. Why am I explaining it on my own? But Uh, The gambling odds for this plus 180 on Wake Forest. They're the betting favorite. Then it goes up to plus 475 for Virginia, plus 600 on Clemson, plus 750 for Miami, Florida, plus 800 on Duke, plus 850 on North Carolina, 11 to 1 Boston College, 13 to 1 NC State, 15 to 1 Notre Dame, 20 to 1 Georgia Tech. 25-1, Twenty-five to one Virginia Tech, but I'll get to them in a second because Caesars announced odds like just recently, and it made me delay this podcast. And then fifty to one is Pitt. I love how the ACC baseball tournament is structured, but it can be confusing um, to some people that don't really know how it works. There's four pools of three teams. For example, inside Pool A, like I was trying to mention, um, I went off to manage it, but uh, Wake Forest, Notre Dame, Pitt each of those teams will play each other. If a team goes 2-0, and it's easy. They win the pool and they'll advance. The highest seed advances in the sem- to the semifinals if all three teams go 1-1. One and one. So it really favors the teams that do well during the regular season. So if that one seed drops a game, but they are 1-1, one one, they will still advance. So that is a trick to handicap this, but also a betting strategy. One reason why I really love this tournament is that usually... When a team loses their first game, they mail it in. They get ready for the NCAA tournament, especially if they're already co- comfortably into the field of six, 64. Last year's teams that lost their first game, that played a team that didn't lose their first game, so they either hadn't played yet or they didn't lose, they were 3-0, the teams that didn't lose their first game. So when a team has already lost, when they're already done from this tournament, they basically mail it in, they go 0-2, and that team that benefits by playing them second Usually picks up the W, so the winning team covered the run line in all three of those games last year. Um, and like I mentioned, uh, there's a lot of scoring um, in some of these conference baseball tournaments because pitching, pitching staffs get limited. The 2022 ACC baseball tournament was played at Truist Field, the home of A Charlotte. Truist Field is the number one hitters park in the into the International League. The 2023 ACC Baseball Tournament will be played at Durham Bulls Athletic Park. Located in Durham, North Carolina, DBAP is ranked by Park Factors as the second best hitters park in the International League. Truce Fields dimensions are 315, the right field 400, the center field in 330 to left Um And Durham Bulls Athletic Park is slightly smaller. Right field is 329, center field 395. Left field, there's a blue monster. It's a 32-foot high wall, 303 feet out the left. 12 of the 15 games from last year totaled more than 10 runs in the tournament eight of the 15 totaled 13 or more. So it's another good reason uh, because these games are being played in the midweek. Some of the starters, the top starters that pitch on the weekends usually are on short rest and they're digging deeper and deeper into these bullpens. So really like the overs in these ACC tournaments. My pick is Virginia tech. You can find them at 40 to one on Caesars currently knowing that these games will be played in a very hitter friendly park. I was looking for a team that could thrive in that environment. Unfortunately, last uh, last year, three pools' top seeds didn't even get to the semifinals. So I wasn't afraid to scale the board, and I went down all the way to the 11th favorite out of 12 teams, Virginia Tech, 40 to one on Caesars. The Hokies have one of the ACC's most potent offenses. Virginia Tech owns the highest slugging percentage at 542 third most home runs in the conference with 97. The Hokies are also the ACC's fourth highest scoring offense, and they have a 952-team OPS. Clemson and Boston College are the two teams that the Hokies will play inside Pool C. Eric Backage's Tigers have been one of the best stories in all of college baseball this season, but this park does not suit their strengths. Clemson is ninth in the ACC in slugging with a 465, 12th in the home runs with only 57 Ninth in scoring, only 7.2 runs per game, and the Eagles aren't much better, with a 4.29 slugging percentage, which is 12th in the conference, 61 homers, which is 10th, and scoring 6.5 runs per game, which is 12th. Virginia Tech is in need of a statement in the ACC baseball tournament in order to make the NCAA tournament. However, the Hokies are feeling good right now after beating number one team uh, in the country in the ACC last Saturday. They beat Wake Forest 14-6. to I, I think they're feeling really good about themselves. Coach John, chef's offense scored 22 runs in the three game series against the nation's number one ranked pitching staff against a limited pitching uh, against limited pitching throughout the week in a favorable, favorable environment, man, I cannot talk in this podcast. They're going to be in a favorable environment. The Hokies are playing with house money and I really think they can make a run in the ACC here. So I'm all over Virginia tech. Shane Vendrell sold. Uh, so we're betting the Hokies here, and hey, we talked about uh, our uh, sponsor in uh, Edge Boost, and then whatever, whatever you want, it, up to 2500, they're offering you with our deal with our code zero percent interest. You can do $50 through them. That's the play for me, and let me tell you about Shady Rays and Shady May because. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays? (laughs) I cannot talk, I swear to God. Shady Rays has durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's absolutely no risk. When you shop with Shady Rays, their team always has your back. And for our international listeners, Malcolm, listen up. Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and United Kingdom. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off plus two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. And remember, May is almost over, so make sure to take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. All right. So our next tournament that we're going to uh, play, I, I'm going to display the graphic here, is the Big 12 tournament. Um, and going to my article here, you can see that the odds on Bet Rivers and Barcel Sportsbook, I swear, they're all the same. I've checked multiple times throughout the season. I feel like they're just uh, ran by the same company or something like that. as somebody out in Vegas. Anyways, Texas is plus 250. Plus three, uh, 325 is West Virginia, plus 375 Oklahoma State, TCU, plus 500 Texas Tech, plus 600 Kansas State, plus 700 Oklahoma, plus 800 Kansas, plus 1,700. The Big 12 Conference uh, baseball tournament is super cool because it's set up exactly like Omaha. There are two double elimination pools of four teams. The championship will put, take place on Sunday between the winner of the top and the bottom pool here, as you can see on YouTube. Um, the 2023 big 12 baseball tournament returns to globe play field. The 2022 tournament featured many low scoring affairs in the Texas Rangers ballpark. All 14 of the games played totaled 13 or fewer runs in, and in college baseball, most totals are set around 13, 12 and a half, 13 and a half, give or take also nine of the 14 games totaled 10 or fewer runs. So they were plenty under, most of these most of these games that were played my pick give me texas at five to two on bet rivers and the final series of the season texas swept the big 12's top team west virginia to earn a share of the conference title the longhorns also received a very favorable draw in my opinion they have tcu kansas state and uh, kansas all three of them rank in the bottom half of the big 12 in batting average ops home runs and runs scored Head coach David Pierce's Longhorns have the deepest pitching staff in the conference. Seven of their nine most used arms have ERA's sub 4.30. No other team in the Big 12 can match that. Plus, if you have to add in, uh, plus you have to add in Tanner Witt, who has an electric arm. He's working his way back off Tommy John surgery. They've gone like 20 pitches, 35 pitches, 50 pitches, or something with him. Uh, they've escalated his workload each week. To build him up, uh, not really for the Big 12 tournament, but more for the NCAA tournament they're building them up for. Um, so he's going to play a factor here. They're going to start him, um, and he'll probably end up throwing three or four innings. He was dominant against West Virginia. They just yanked him because they're conserving uh, his bullets for the rest of the season. So, um, and then also you gotta you gotta talk about Lucas Gordon. Who he's number one in the big 12 and pitcher ERA with a 248. And he's thrown 83.1 innings pitch this season. That's second in the big 12 he Has 85 strikeouts, which is fourth and opponents are hitting 210 against him. Um, so give me Texas. And then the next bracket that we're going to talk about here is finally the big 10 tournament. I jumped the gun on him a little bit earlier. Um, but last year this tournament was chaotic. Uh, my Michigan Wolverines won it and they stole a bid. Um, and back did really good, did a really good job in managing his pen. Um, and, but he, and many key players from that team last year that endured some of these, uh, games that were finishing at 3 a.m. Because of rain delays, some of most of those key players are gone. Um, and when it comes to totals, there weren't many strong tent, uh, tr- strong trends here. Um, but this game, these these games, uh, in this tournament, are played at the Chuck, which is uh, just slang for the uh, Charles Schwab Field in Omaha, which is where the College World Series is held each uh, each year. So, of course, this bracket is set up Omaha style. The pools are number one, Maryland plus 250. Number eight, Michigan State plus 300 on or plus 3000. You can find that on Caesars. Number four, Nebraska plus 750 number 5 rutger's at plus 900 you can find that on caesar's then pool b is number 2 indiana plus 450 number 7 illinois 30 to 1 on caesar's number 3 iowa plus 350 and number 6 michigan 14 to 1 on caesar's honestly bet rivers and barstool they're uh pricing some of these long shots as you know uh pretty low like Uh, Caesars definitely more fair with some of the long shots in these conferences so uh, if you're betting a favorite usually bet rivers actually had them all right uh, priced all right and they were actually better than Caesars but Caesars had more favorable prices for those long shots so the way I'm handicapping this is the tournament it's in Omaha Um, I'm I'm doing enough pitching depth which is usually how I like to look at it in Omaha I know these baseballs are juiced, and that's why I'm mentioning a lot of the 2022 results from these conference tournaments. But I really do think that this is a huge park. It's meant to play big, it favors the pitchers. So I'm going with a team with good pitching depth and an offense that just, you know, they don't have to suck. And I really think that the pitching is going to be able to get them there. My pick here is Iowa plus 350. First off, they dodge Maryland's explosive offense. Um, in their pool, and that gives the Hawkeyes a really good chance to get out of uh, this top pool. Uh, if you're if you're looking on YouTube, Iowa has the Big Ten's best team ERA with 4.25. Indiana has a 5.63, Michigan 5.70, and Illinois 6.31. So Iowa has the best pitching staff in that pool as well. Um, their pitching staff is 12 deep, and they have a three-headed dragon of a starting rotation be- behind uh, Brody Breck, Ty Langenberg, and Marcus Morgan. Plus, Iowa's offense has the highest team OPS in their pool with a 9.03. Add in that they are one of the closest Big Ten fan bases to Omaha. I like them at plus 350 here. Uh, No, Shane Vendrell in the YouTube chat. Uh, Again, recording this live, if you want to jump in and jump in the chat in the future, I don't know if I'll be doing many of these at a reasonable time. Most of the time I'm doing them in the middle of the night because odds come out for these baseball games at like, three in the morning but uh yeah so i I usually record these at like four or five but shane vendrell asks where are you betting these lines again i'm only finding cws lines so uh it's bet rivers barstool sportsbook and then caesars is offering them as well um hopefully they haven't taken them down but yeah we'll move on to the colonial tournament where uh it, it's a six, so it's a standard six-team double elimination bracket. The top two seeds, Elon and UNCW, UNCW being the one seed, they get a bye. Last year's CAA tournament was held at Elon. This year, Charleston is hosting. And for what it's worth, seven of the uh, seven of the eleven games played, scored eleven or less runs last year. Uh, the three seed Northeastern is the betting favorite at plus 200. Number two, Elon is plus 350. Number four, Charleston's plus 600. Number six, William and Mary. And number five, Delaware is at plus 800. Um, my pick was UNCW. Um, they are plus 200 with the buy here. Uh, and they have a great duo of starting pitchers in the conference between uh, Zane Taylor and Jacob Schaefer. It's one of the best duos in the conference. So if the Seahawks, if they let those two guys eat, and they, um, it only takes them two games to get to the championship. So you throw Zane Taylor in game one, Jacob Schaefer in the game two, and now you're in the championship um, playing with house money. You got two games to win it. <coughs> Sorry. Um, so. If you can get there, you let the Colonial's second-highest scoring offense go to work, uh, in my opinion. Um, Charleston plays Delaware in the first round. The winner – well, actually, Charleston and Delaware play, and then Northeastern and William and Mary play in the first round. The – uh they reseed. So UNCW, the one seed, is going to play the lowest seed that wins that first round game. So if William and Mary, the sixth seed, wins that game, it just helps out UNC even UNCW even more. Uh the next tournament here, the seventh one that we've got is the Conference USA uh baseball tournament. And I gotta turn the page here in my notebook. Last year, Pete Taylor Park, a.k.a. Southern Miss, they hosted the Sunbelt Tournament, and their park is slightly larger than Rice's ballpark, Reckling Park. Um, Reckling is 330 down the lines, 375 in the gaps, and 400 center. Very cookie-cutter, but it should favor the hitters a little bit more than last year. There weren't too many scoring trends from last year, uh, but it was a little bit more low-scoring than high-scoring, if I had to say so myself. Um, I'm handicapping this, again, uh, based on what kind of path or opponents are in these teams' pools and pitching depth because it's set up like Omaha-style bracket. So it's the double elimination, two pools, one winner from each pool, and then it's just one championship game. Um, The pools are number one Dallas Baptist plus one 7 uh 125 number 8 rice 17 to 1 number 4 western kentucky plus 750 number 5 florida atlantic at 10 to 1 and then pool b has number 2 utsa plus 300 number 7 middle tennessee but it's listed as marshall at 16 to 1 on bet rivers or barstool so i'd just beware there i might not even bet it because they might take that away uh or just not reward it um Middle Tennessee, I, I I don't really love their chances uh, to win it, but bottom line, the books are drunk. They got that wrong. They listed it as Marshall, the three seed Charlotte plus six fifty, and the six seed Louisiana Tech plus eight fifty. So again, um, that uh, second pool is uh, UTSA plus three hundred, Marshall, Middle Tennessee at sixteen to one, Charlotte plus six fifty, Louisiana Tech plus eight fifty. My pick here. In the conference USA is UTSA at place three hundred. Uh, they have the best offense by far in their pool with a three eleven team batting average. The second highest offense uh, in the second highest scoring offense in conference USA is the Roadrunners. They have a nine twenty one team OPS as well. Their pitching staff is outstanding. They have a four ninety. Uh, their pitching staff isn't outstanding. They have a four ninety seven ERA. It's better than average. It's fourth in the league. Second best in their pool, only behind Charlotte, but. What I love about the Roadrunners here is that they were rolling all year. And then at the end of the year, they got swept at home by DBU. This is a team that is on the NCAA tournament bubble. And for this year, they're on the NCAA tournament bubble for this year's NCAA tournament. And they missed last year's tournament because they lost in the conference championship game. I think UTSA is hungry and they need to win this conference USA tournament. So plus 300 is a good enough price for me on the two seed. I like the Roadrunners here. Meep, meep. Uh, The next tournament that we're going to cover here is the MAC. Just 1A, though. Um, It's a simple four-team double elimination bracket. Hosted by the number one seed, it's Ken State, who just happens to be 20-1 at home. The Golden Flashes have swept Western Michigan, and they swept Ball State on the road. Uh, at Ball State and then they lost 2 of 3 at Central Michigan who has appeared in each of the last 3 NCAA tournaments representing the Mac under head coach Jordan Bischel this team is just uh automatic in the postseason lately um and I know a lot of these guys on this team uh cuz it's my my neck of the woods but this year the Chippewas they're 18 and 14 on the road Ball State 14 and 14 on the road and Western is 8 and 23 On the road again. Kent State is twenty and one at home. The prices are very short for each of the participants. The Broncos plus six hundred. The Cards plus two fifty. Chips plus one seventy five. Kent State plus one twenty. None of the other prices are enough for me to really pick against the number one seed, who won the conference by five games. Give me Kent State here at home. I really think that it's going to be it's going to be tough to turn them over. Shane Vendrell goes, I found it uh, on Virginia Tech, 400 to win 16,000. Let's go. Good luck, Shane. I'm with you there. Let's let's take it home, Hokies. Um, and make sure to interact with Kramer throughout the week because he's a, he's a Virginia Tech grad. Uh, the next conference tournament that we're talking about is the Mountain West. Um, it's a nice, simple four-team double elimination bracket as well. Uh, first off, I wanted to make this comment, too about caesars i mentioned it earlier because caesars offering odds on each of the power five football conferences for their baseball tournament but they're also added in mountain west now i don't know why because mountain west is one of the worst conferences this year and it's easily going to be like one of the the west teams that gets sent way east into like an sec regional for a four seed um their four seed is going to be sent into like a one seeds sec regional if that makes sense uh i can't talk on this podcast but um yeah of, of all the conferences but mountain west gets offered i don't know why but i'm not complaining like i mentioned it's a simple 14 team, 14 team double elimination bracket the number one seed san jose state is plus 200 on caesars number two san diego state is plus 250 on bet river's Number three, Air Force is plus 275 on Caesars. Lastly, the four seed, Fresno State, is plus 400 on Caesars, plus 300 on Bet Rivers if you're interested. But Fresno State's hosting this tournament. You can't see it on YouTube because my uh, camera is blocking it. Actually, you can't. It says Fresno, California there. This is being played at Fresno State's stadium. Bulldogs are 21 and 10 at home this season. The Spartans are 12 and 15 on the road. The Aztecs are 8 and 15 on the road. And the Falcons are 9 and 20. All three other teams have losing records away from their friendly confines. Fresno is 0 and 5 on the road against these three teams this season, but they're 4 and 2 at home. The one seed San Jose State does not have an ace. Uh, all of their starters have losing records, believe it or not. So I think Fresno State, should be the favorite in this first game here because they're going to throw Isan Henderson, who's four and three with a three thirty two ERA. He has ninety eight strikeouts, thirty two walks, and eighty four innings pitched this season. That kid can flat out deal. I think the Bulldogs will win game one, and in general, the they have the Mountain West's second best pitching staff with a five thirty five ERA. I told you this conference is bad, but they have a five thirty five ERA that's second to only. San Diego state and the Aztecs have the worst scoring offense in the conference. So it's not a very juicy price at plus 400, but I think the four seed Fresno state's very live. They're hosting this tournament. They have a fighting chance to win it. So give me them at plus 400. Uh, The next tournament that we'll talk about is the PAC 12. And they're in that article that I wrote. So I got to pull that up again. Um, The PAC 12 conference tournament uh, Stanford is plus 200, Oregon State plus 350, Washington plus 500, USC plus 600, Arizona State plus 750, Oregon plus 750, UCLA 10 to 1, Arizona 12 to 1, Cal 15 to 1. Last season was the inargu- inaugural, I can never say that word. It was the first Pac 12 tournament uh, for baseball ever. The bracket was set up emulating Omaha. Great. However, this year they added ninth team to, uh, to the conference tournament, and now they have three pools of three teams. I don't like the setup at all. It does not make sense. Like in the ACC tournament, the pool winners advance to the semifinals, and then it will be reseeded. The highest seed will advance if all three teams go one and one. Then there's a fourth spot. There's only three pools. So the fourth spot's a wild card, and it just goes to the highest-seeded one and one team that didn't win their pool. I don't really love that. I think it's just kind of stupid. Um, but anyways, the this year's Pac-12 Conference tournament uh, will be played in the same stadium as last year's. That's uh, Scottsdale Stadium in Scottsdale, Arizona, of course. acted it, it acted as a launch pad last year in 2022. <coughs> if you remember uh, one specific tilt between Oregon State and UCLA, it finished 25 to 22. Additionally, 14 runs were scored in nine of the other 14 contests last year. So I'm sure the dry heat and the 2,000 feet elevation helped tremendously with the overs. So that'll be something I'm targeting here in the Pac-12. Honestly, it's my least favorite pick of the batch. I I feel like this conference is really up for grabs, but the fact that the top seeds get a de facto second chance with a wild card makes me have to look at one of the top three. I'm going to go with Washington at 5-1. They enter the Pac-12 tournament winning 12 of the last 15 games, but on a two-game losing streak to Cal, who's seeded ninth, they barely snuck in um i'll argue that it may have been a good thing for washington the huskies they were riding high they were knocked down but now you could say they're hungry again washington is an all-around ball club however Kelly is a pitching coach at heart in the last 17 years. Kelly was a pitching coach uh, all around the country. Most recently in 2022, he was at LSU 10 of Washington's top 11 arms in innings pitched have year race below 510, which is tremendous depth in uh, major conference college baseball. I think Kelly is going to be able to mix and match with his pen all week. Add in five hitters for the Huskies who have batting averages over 300 and an OPS over 880. Washington lacks star star power, but they have really good depth, and I think that should help them uh, the further that they advance throughout this tournament. So uh, yeah, Washington's the pick for me in the Pac-12. Uh, next is the SEC. Again, you can view all these brackets that I'm talking about uh, on YouTube. Uh, I know I've forget- forgotten to list how the bracket reads in some of these, but uh, given out the odds, the pictures are viewable on YouTube. The SEC baseball tournament uh, includes 12 of the 14 teams. The two Mississippi teams were eliminated, um, and they just happen to be the last two national champions. Uh, big deal. <laughs> uh, the betting odds go plus 400 on Arkansas, plus 400 on LSU. They're co-favorites. I really I don't know why LSU is at plus 400, but – That's the books problem. Florida plus 500 Vanderbilt plus 600 South Carolina plus 700 Tennessee plus 700 Auburn plus 800 Kentucky plus 800 Texas A&M 12 to one Georgia 25 to one Missouri 25 to one and Alabama is not listed. The SEC tournament is hands down the best league in college baseball However, I'm not the biggest fan of this brackets format. The SEC baseball tournament bracket can be very confusing. So if you're new, let me walk you through it. Um, teams seeded five through twelve play on Tuesday in a win or go home game. The winners then play uh, advance to play a top four seed at the beginning of the double elimination portion of this bracket. Then the four game the four winners of those four games in the second round. The four winners move on to the winner's bracket. They'll play another game in the winner's bracket. The losers get sent into the elimination bracket. Um, From the four winners in the winner's bracket, there's two games there. The two winners will get sent to the semifinals. The two losers also get sent to the elimination bracket, where it's basically just double elimination all the way through, like double elimination all the way to the semifinals, where the semifinals, it becomes single elimination again. Um, so the, the, the two losers from the losers bracket can go to the semifinals and then take down a team that hasn't lost yet. And then we saw it last year with Texas A&M against Florida. I think I wrote about this in the article and we might touch on it a little bit, but Texas A&M hadn't lost yet and they were in the semifinals and Florida knocked them out. But Florida had one loss and Florida advanced, so it really makes no sense. I'm a Florida, I'm somewhat of a Florida fan, but, yeah, I just, I just don't get it, and I don't like the format of this bracket. Um, here's some things that I took into account when I was handicapped in the SEC baseball tournament. On paper, we're getting the top four seeds at fair value. And for the last five years, the SEC regular season champ or co-champ won the SEC baseball tournament. So this year we had co-champs. It was Arkansas. It was Florida. Um, The next four seeds are definitely not fair value here. So I'm talking five through eight um, because they could possibly be eliminated on day one. The next four seeds, wait, where's Alabama? The fine print on the SEC tournament market says, all bets stand If the unquoted team wins, the unquoted team, the unlisted team is Alabama. If Alabama wins, every better loses. The books just take the money. Um, So I don't think that's fair. Because the Crimson Town they're they're rolling right now. Alabama has won five of their last six SEC weekend series, and they've won 12 of their previous 17 games. Alabama is gunning to host a regional, and they need to perform well this week to bolster their NCAA tournament resume. So it's absolutely nuts that Bet Rivers and Barstool are offering SEC tournament odds without listing one of the hottest teams in the league. Uh, lastly, if you like, imagine you bet on Arkansas. Here's here's where I talk about the Texas A&M, Florida thing. So one more thing before I get into my pick here. So imagine you bet on Arkansas, the hogs win their first two games in advance to the single elimination semifinals. Um, like I mentioned, we saw it with Texas A&M, the Aggies fell to Florida. The Gators had already suffered a loss earlier in the tournament. Still, they got to advance to the championship game instead of Texas A&M. So just the possibility of that rubs me the wrong way when I'm betting this tournament. And also not having Alabama rubbed me the wrong way. Um, anyways, I'm I, I've signed up to give out a pick for the SEC baseball tournament and give me South Carolina at seven to one. We saw South Carolina perform as one of the best teams in the country uh, through the season's first two months. At one point this season, they led the country in home runs and ERA. Then injuries happened and Ethan Petrie hit that freshman wall after an insane start, the Gamecocks are getting healthy again. Gavin Casas, Edge, LaCroix, Will McGillis, they've all returned back to the lineup over the last two weeks. Braylon Wimmer is the only notable player from the lineup who hasn't returned, but the starting nine is the most healthy it's been in quite some time. On the pitching side of things, 11 pitchers have thrown 18 or more innings this season. 10 of those 11 have ERAs sub-5. The only guy who doesn't have an ERA below five is Will Sanders of all people. Um, And he's actually dealing with a foot injury and hasn't pitched since May 5th. He was on the short list to win SC pitcher of the year. This year, the Gamecocks have plenty of pitching depth to keep other SC offenses at bay throughout the week. Um, And so again, When you're betting on the SEC tournament, it's so frustrating because you have to kind of predict South Carolina's path. Um, For me, the biggest reason why I feel comfortable picking South Carolina, because I mentioned that the first, the top four seeds have fair prices. I mentioned that LSU also doesn't make sense as the co favorite, uh, co betting favorite to win the SEC tournament. and we'll get to that. South Carolina, they faced Georgia in game one. And the Bulldogs flipped their entire starting rotation over the weekend in an effort to beat LSU without Paul Skeens on the mound. We often have no idea who's starting these games, but we know 100% that Georgia's not going to throw their top two starters, Charlie Goldstein and Liam Sullivan, on two days or three days rest. I just I have a really good feeling that they won't do that to their ace and start SP2. <coughs> so... I favor South Carolina in that game. LSU also, they're not desperate for a good performance in Hoover. I have a good feeling that the Tigers won't start Skeens here in the first game on Wednesday um, because it won't be normal rest for him. If this happens, it gives the Gamecocks a great chance to turn them over if Skeens is not on the mound. LSU has serious questions about their pitching staff outside of Skeens, Um, and it's because the the injuries to Garrett Edwards and Chase Shores. Uh, The Tigers have been scrambling to identify who their go-to arms are after Skeens and Ty Floyd in the rotation. From then on, the SEC tournament is just a crapshoot for futures, and trying to map a prediction is pointless. (laughs) So if if you can't tell, I really think the SEC baseball tournament format is just dumb. Um, The next tournament that we'll talk about, though, is the Sun Belt and uh this one is just gonna be i, I think it's gonna be it has a, a chance to be absolute chaos <laughs> the tournament it's played at riverwalk stadium which is the home of the montgomery biscuits um it has a short porch and left field just three 314 feet last year there was some terrible weather during the week and it made the tournament just single elimination so there aren't many trends that I feel comfortable uh, following from last year, um, but this this year it's going back to that Omaha double elimination format with two playing games. So up in the top left corner, if you're watching up here um, on YouTube, the seven seed James Madison, shout out Patty C. They are thirteen to one to win the tournament. Old Dominion is the ten seed. They'll play James Madison in the playing game. Old Dominion's thirty to one, and dear lord to the Monarchs. Like if the monarchs if the monarchs win that game against James Madison, and they their bats get rolling, they could wreak havoc this week. Um, then the other playing game is number eight Georgia State at twenty five to one, and number nine Georgia Southern at twelve to one. As for the odds, we have a very big issue here, <laughs> and this is college baseball betting at its finest. Uh, Southern Miss is not listed by Bet Rivers or Barstool. I have no clue why. No clue. Uh, Southern Miss has an extremely good chance of taking this whole thing down. I have no fucking clue why the Golden Eagles aren't listed, but Southern Miss, they're fucking rolling right now. Uh, they've won 18 of the last 19 games, and they I, I think a big reason for that is that uh, they're doing it, they're rallying it behind uh, Scott Berry. Who's announced that this is going to be his last year as head coach of the team? There's two teams that I like in the Sun Belt tournament. If the books do list Southern Miss to start, my favorite one is Southern Miss, um, and second, I mentioned it, they're in the play-in. But if they win, they have Old Dominion at thirty to one. They're massive. They massively underachieved this season, but the Monarchs have the explosive offense and power arms to really flip this bracket on its head. So I kind of like old dominion at 30 to one on the outside chance, but my favorite is Southern miss who's not even listed there. So it is what it is. The final tournament of the, uh, the final tournament that we have betting odds on that I'm going to cover on this podcast is the West coast conference. And I want to mention this. If you're watching it on YouTube in the bottom left corner, Jersey Mike's is the presenting sponsor of the West coast conference. (laughs) i i don't know like i I really don't know jersey Mike's too much but i assume that it's from like the new jersey area why wouldn't the west coast conference like go get in and out <laughs> as their presenting sponsor or something why is it jersey Mike's? i didn't even know jersey Mike's is out there on the west um who knows maybe they were founded in california before, the hell and i know um but this thing uh the the it's a new location for the WCC tournament as they're playing in Las, in the Las Vegas ballpark. It's called the Las Vegas ballpark, um, which is Oakland's AAA team. So I think this tournament, it's going to have some high-scoring affairs. There's high elevation at the ballpark. It's 2,000 feet high uh, above sea level, um, and it's designed for wood bat play. So, metal bats and college baseball, I'm handicapping this field to which teams have good pitching depth and can slug for power. The top two seeds get a bye. That's number one, Loyola, Maramount uh, at plus 200. Number two, Portland at plus 250. Then the three through six seeds are placed in playing games. So, the winners advance to a standard four team double elimination bracket so those playing games are number three santa clara at plus 400 they'll play gonzaga number six they're the six seed at plus 800 and then the other game is not the four seed san diego state or san diego sorry not san diego State. san diego plus 350 they're playing the five seed saint mary's at plus 750. My pick for the WCC is going to be Portland at plus two fifty. First off, they have that buy, which I'm not going to risk anything on a team that's playing a win or go home game. Um, I know I did that for the Sun Belt, but they were at thirty to one. We're talking about you're only getting a, a plus three fifty on San Diego, for example. Uh, I'm not. I'm not interested in doing that. Um, so I love the Pilots here because they have six players with an OPS over nine hundred um, and in a pretty hitter friendly park hitter friendly environment. I, I like this lineup. I think the lineup could have a lot of fun in Vegas if they if the pitching staff can hold up. They have a team ERA of 524, but overall the staff look the staff looks deeper than the rest of the conference. They have nine guys that have thrown at least 16 innings this year. Um and they have average ERAs. So I mean Portland, they're not in that winner go home game. They're definitely in this double elimination style bracket. I, I think that their offense is going to play. Um, so give me Portland at plus 250. Uh, Steve Latimer joined the chat. He loved that joke. And same with uh, Shane. Uh, Steve, hey, man, I, I love doing this. College baseball is awesome and it's kind of underreported. So uh, that's why I wanted to step in. And SGPN has a college baseball betting podcast, which is one of the only ones that I, I know out there. Um, Few further on down the road The college baseball experience will maybe Turn into what the college basketball And college football experiences are um, With like more news Shows in general but we we Built from the ground up On uh, betting picks and that's What we're doing with the college baseball show And we'll hopefully get there uh, As we grow it continue to grow it I mean the college football show has been around for four years Now um, and the Basketball one really took off last year So thank you all for tuning in live by the way first time that really i've done a live show at a reasonable time most of the time i do it at like four in the morning when the betting odds for games come out at like midnight um i'll handicap the games for the next two two half hours and i'll go live at like 4 a.m so if you're ever interested usually this maniac is on youtube live at four or five in the morning uh Giving out us college baseball picks, and I'll be doing it daily shows from here on out throughout the postseason because that's where you really make the money because nobody has any clue who's pitching. So if you can project the right pitcher, you can really take advantage of some of these lines that are just off. Um, and that's what we did last year. We made really good money. Um, I had seventeen uh, profitable podcasts of nineteen, uh, like. Uh, I think we won seventeen of the nineteen shows that we did last season. Um you can follow me on Twitter at seventy seven NB. I'll I'll post most of my picks prior to game times. Like the goal is to listen to the pod and I'll also put out picks on Twitter just to grow that port uh portion of it. Um so yeah, you can follow me on Twitter to see the picks. Um check out the article that I wrote. Uh, I basically read off word for word (laughs) what what's in that article here on the podcast for those four major, uh, conferences. But I mean, yeah, still go ahead and check it out. If you ever want to like go back and look at some of the stats that I put in there or the highlights, I put in a couple of highlights. Um, or if you want to pull up the bracket, the bracket is available to view on that article for each of the four biggest conferences. So yeah. Um, like I mentioned, the college football, college basketball experience, they're still going on in the off season. Uh, check out the MLB gambling podcast. I'm also associated with them. I'm taking the next month off to cover college baseball. Um, we've got the NASCAR gambling podcast, the F1 gambling podcast, uh, EPL gambling podcast. Um, there's plenty of shows for the sport that you're looking uh, to bet on. So great people all throughout the the network and check them out um also a i forgot this on our website sportsgamblingpodcast.com you can go now to the main menu there's a college baseball section and there's also a picks page now so if you ever checked out our page for college football college basketball nfl mlb whatever you want we have widgets on there that we helps us display our picks what we do is we go through this site called tally site and tally site is incredible like It displays betting odds from a bunch of different books. And all we do is just submit picks on each game. And the way we do it with the college experience is we're picking every game and we have an icon that we can put. It's a lock icon. And basically that lock means that we have our own money on that game. So throughout the postseason, you can pull up uh, the page. It's like sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash college baseball picks. I think that's what it is. And you can pull that page up and you can check out all the picks. I think it's going to track my record on there too. It's brand new for college baseball. We're debuting it here in the conference tournament season. It's going to be awesome. So check that out throughout the uh, postseason if you are uh, if you can't do the podcast. Because I know some of these games are going to start at 10 a.m. Eastern time. We've got a couple of them tomorrow in the SEC starting at 10 a.m. Uh, I think one in the Big 12 starts at 10 a.m. too. So check it out if you're in a pinch for time. Um, but Hey, the the podcast is great, too, and I thank you all for listening. You've been experiencing the better side of college baseball with the college baseball experience. My name is Noah Biennick. I'll see you all later. Adios, amigos.